Hey, Alex Kubasek here from ConvertSource. So today on the show, uh, we are going to be talking about the number one problem that businesses have today. And a lot of people probably think that it's inflation. A lot of people think that it's probably uh, employee churn. Uh, a lot of people probably think that it's this, that, or the other thing, or undercapitalization, or whatever uh, other lie you probably have been told. Now, I'm not saying that those things are not a problem. I'm not saying that they don't sink businesses. But the number one thing that was reported in 2022, and of course, this is being recorded uh, September 2022. So we're almost done with this year. And the number one thing that was surveyed and reported was businesses do not know how to build a following. Three, two, one. 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 When you want your leads and sales on autopilot and to accelerate your business, you come to the source, the Convert Source Podcast with Alex Kubasek. Let's go. We have talked about a lot of times on the show um, your customer avatar and how it is the bedrock and foundation of. And those of you who, excuse me, I'm coughing up a lung today. Those of you who have watched the show before or listened to it wherever, uh, you know that one of my biggest pet peeves is whenever business owners and big, huge corporations lose sight of the most important thing. And that really most important thing is simply who they are targeting, who their customer is. You know, whenever you've got huge brands out there like Coca-Cola or Nike or any of these other folks that literally can throw billions of dollars at marketing and advertising and not even blink, they kind of lose sight because they might start to say, okay, well, it's really anybody who wants a soda we're going after or anybody who needs a pair of shoes we're going after. But they don't niche it down enough to be able to speak to individual needs to continue to fill up their pipeline with new generations and new people. Now, I'm not saying that they do bad at it. They're obviously Nike, they're obviously Coca-Cola, and they're obviously all these other big brands. But it is so imperative that you do not lose sight of who your customer is. And the funny thing is, is that most people don't realize that you have to do this on an ongoing basis. It is not set it and forget it, right? Because I mean, you've got Gen, uh, you've got baby boomers, you've got Gen X, you've got Gen uh, Z, you've got millennials, you've got all these different mindsets that have been learning from the other and crafting and shaping and molding their own futures. And you have to learn how to speak to them. So it's not just anybody who needs shoes. It's not just anybody who wants to drink a soda. It's not just anybody who needs a bottle of water. We have to be able to speak to people on a human to human basis. And what I mean by that is you've heard B2B and B2C, so business to business or business to, uh, to consumer. At the end of the day, the other person on the phone, like on the other side of the phone or the, uh, the person on the other side of the screen or the person on the other side of the radio, whatever, they are also a human being. They are also a consumer of this, that, or the other thing. So the way that you need to start shaping your message to attract new followers that you want to do business with and build your audience is human to human marketing, H to H marketing. And it's actually making your message conversational, asking questions, learning about that, that new audience, speaking to them how they want to be spoken to. H to H marketing, have a conversation with them. I kind of use the example of whenever you go in for an interview, 
normally you're kind of sitting there, your, your, your palms are clammy. Your only focus is to impress, right? But I have found that the best way and, and interviews are exactly the same as sales pitches, uh, you know, the you know, dog and pony show, all of that stuff. I have found that through many years of doing this, that the best interviews, sales pitches, everything, presentations is whenever it's done in a conversational manner, ask questions, have dialogue. Um, because the thing is, is that just because like in a presentation, you might be teaching this one thing, everybody is different. Everybody is a consumer, not just of goods and services, but of knowledge in a different way. And so that's why it's imperative that you listen to your customer and you're constantly keeping your finger on that pulse. So you're probably thinking, okay, well, great. I get it. But how do I do that? The best way for you to do that without some eight week long two you know, two year long um, study or focus group is literally to start testing. It's almost kind of like an exciting walk before you crawl method. And here's why. You obviously started your business because you had somebody that you wanted to help or some people that you wanted to help. I want you to take a second and think about what that common trait was that made it so that you could create that product or service. And once you've got that in your mind, let's then say, okay, what does that person look like? That ideal person to you. If you could wave a magic wand and they were standing right in front of you and all your problems were solved and that ideal customer was standing right in front of you, what would they look like? Not necessarily just with hair color or whatever. Um, what are their objections? Where do they spend their time online? What blogs do they read? What websites do they frequent? What books, you know, do their, I might have already said that, but what publications? What are their challenges that they're currently going through? Also, what is their position in the buying process from shoes to to, to Xerox printers? What is their role in the buying process? Think about that. And just take a second and like write it down, jot it down. Feel free to pause this. Now, now that we have like that ideal person, that unicorn client, customer, what have you in your sites, and you have it written down. Now, like I said before, what are their objections, right? So whenever somebody is sitting across from you and you're pitching them and you're about, and you're starting to feel clammy and sweaty because you're getting up to where they're gonna say, how much is it? And you yourself are afraid to say, it's $10,000. Ask yourself for a question. Why is it? Why am I afraid to say $10,000? You know, that question is already coming. So before the meeting, why not have an answer for that question already? Right? So that's one of those things where you have to know your buyer persona. You have to know your customer avatar enough to already know what their objections are going to be so that you can have answers or content online that already demystifies and defuncts all of those questions. Because as I've said many times on the show before, when you remove all the no's, what are you left with? A bunch of yeses, right? So whenever they get to the point where they're saying, well, why is it $10,000? And of course, everybody always makes it like that voice because it's so ominous, <laughs> but why is it $10,000? Well, you need to have bang, 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 ready to go to say it's 10,000. And believe me, I hear you. $10,000 is a lot, but here's what you're getting with the $10,000. 
and then rattle off everything they're getting. It's called an offer stack. And really what it is, is it's, it's kind of like an infomercial. If you, you guys remember infomercials, you know, they say, uh, when you act within the next 30 minutes, you're going to get this and you're going to get this. And then you're going to get quadruple the amount of this, uh, you know, a $47 value for, you know, all of that. That is an offer stack. And it sounds insanely corny and cheesy, but it works every time. And the reason being is because you are continuing to push value. And it, you know, that $10,000 number, think of it like a balloon. When you blow up that balloon with all that value, what happens? It gets bigger, right? So then it becomes more enticing because now it's a balloon. It's going to take flight. Well, that's exactly what this, like this scenario would be. Having those objections already answered and the offer stack ready ahead of time makes it so that you're not sitting there worrying about price. And, how, and you're probably wondering, okay, how does this tie back to an audience? The reason why this ties back to an audience is because you already know those objections. So online, when you know those objections ahead of time, you can create content to do that exact same thing and basically fill up that balloon with all the value versus all the questions and the objections. So how do you do that? Well, my number one favorite thing to do is go onto your competitor's social media and go to their review section. Go on their recommendation section if you're on Facebook or go on to Google uh, and type in that, you know, your competitor. Go where or even their blogs and see the type of comments that are on here. What questions on their blog is their tribe, is their following asking of them that might not be getting answered? Um, is there a negative comment on Google that didn't get answered? Is there something on a Facebook recommendation as to why they didn't recommend this company? When you compile all those, you literally have just cut through years of market research to essentially create products and services, or since they're your competitor, you don't have to create anything because you're already fighting for the same customer because you offer the same products and services or something similar. So when you basically look at those objections, and you already answer them, whether it's through blogging, video marketing, uh, social media marketing, social media advertising, what have you, when you already start to answer those questions so that people don't have the time to ask them, you're starting to attract people to you in an inbound fashion versus an outbound fashion. Outbound is like billboards, table tents, things like that. Inbound is whenever you're actually creating content that will attract your ideal customer. And so what happens now is since you're answering and doing the things that your competitor failed to do, you're now starting to build your following of those ideal people that you want, but because you already took care of the objections, there weren't really questions for them to ask. They just signed up or they did the thing that you wanted them to do. That's one way to really start to understand your following to kind of cut through all of the time, if you will, get to market faster with the solutions that people are already looking for. And now you have a following. Now, yes, like many marketing gurus won't tell you, it will take a little bit of time. You can spend a little bit of money, put you know that some money behind that content to really start to brand you as the authority of defunking the objections. Now, of course, like I said, we keep it very real here <laughs> on the ConvertSource podcast because we're not here to give you fluff. We're not here to give you theory. We're here to give you 
the tools and strategies that you need to grow your business significantly with an honest scope of the future and what it looks like and how to do it and more of a realistic timeline, but also giving you the tools to make it happen faster than the other guy. So, because that's the thing, so many people and business owners and marketing professionals, et cetera, they've been fed the kind of fairy tale version of digital marketing, whereas you launch an ad and the next day you're a millionaire. That is not how it works. Even if your message and your uh, lead offer and all of this, even if it's perfect, there's a good chance that you probably don't have a million dollars to spend overnight. So it's going to take a couple of days, weeks, months, et cetera, to get to those goals. Now, that's kind of like veering off, but these are all the, like, this is all of the fuel that you can put into the tank to make the car go faster and farther, right? And so if you're just tuning in right now, we're talking about how to build a following, an actually engaged following with you that will open your emails, that will respond to your surveys, et cetera. Literally kind of in a nutshell, the quickest way for you to do it is to literally go on to your competitors, blogs, social media, reviews, et cetera. Look at what they did not do. Look at what they failed to do. What is somebody complaining about? Create content saying how your company solves that problem with this product or service, publish it, and therefore you're gonna to start to actually attract your ideal customers on an inbound fashion versus hitting the phones, et cetera. So the other thing that, that, that people aren't necessarily looking at, they're not, and it's because they don't know to, because if they don't necessarily know how to build a following, they're not necessarily going to know the number like 1.2 biggest problem, keeping the following, right? So anybody can spend an amount of money and start to get leads, right? You can literally just, you know, drop 25 bucks in for a Facebook instant form and get probably 10 leads, right? Five, 10 leads in one day. The problem is, is keeping them, keeping them engaged, keeping them continuing to buy from you. Because the thing is, is that the easiest sale net is going to be the second sale. Because if somebody already purchased from you once, and that's why it's the concept of a funnel, you literally continue to introduce products and services to them while they're already in the buying process with you. Now, in terms of keeping that following, you have to continue to nurture them. And by that, I mean, let's say that you weren't necessarily, these people haven't necessarily bought from you yet, right? Because you're either still preparing to launch your product, whatever you wanted to generate leads to call, et cetera. The way that you keep them and the way that you continue to build them and engage them or have them engage with you is through nurturing them. Now, I know that you've heard that term before, but unfortunately with digital marketing, a lot of misunderstood people represent digital marketing in a close but no cigar type of way. And by that, I mean, it's kind of like the whole thing where people think, um, oh my gosh, this marketing guru said I can drop $25 on an ad and I'm going to have $100 in sales. That can happen. There's a lot of other mechanics that go into it that that particular guru does not peel back. In this case, nurturing 
literally means to continue to provide them with value. You have to continue to educate them. It's like whenever you go in and you go to the doctor's office, let's say that WebMD didn't exist, or let's say that you didn't have your blood work done ahead of time. You just went to the doctor. Well, if you just went to the doctor and you didn't necessarily know what symptoms you were feeling or how to describe them, or you didn't have your blood work from the previous test, it's going to be a very short and non-productive meeting with your doctor. So what's the best thing to do? Educate your following so that whenever you do make an offer to them to join your course or to book a call with you so that you can start uh, running ads for them or you can um, start bring them into your coaching program, what have you. They will be educated already on what you do, who you are, how you do it, and they're going to be more likely to pull the trigger for you. Now, most people think, oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot of work. It's not. And I say that because it is no longer business as usual. Because we're practicing H2H marketing and because we're in the digital age, what do we do? We automate it. And no, it's not like an automated thing whenever you call in to customer service and then you have to go through this long automated funnel. No. This is behaviorally dynamic. So literally nurturing your following based on their behaviors with you and literally presenting them with content to solve a problem. Think of it as one problem, one solution. When you literally make it that simple and somebody asks a question and you have an answer for them versus them asking a question and having to go through a hundred different Google results, who do you think that they are actually going to do business with and engage with faster? You. And that's why I say, instead of going through all of this humdrum testing and wasting time, money, et cetera, go onto your competitors' pages, wherever it is, social, blogs, whatever. Find out what they didn't do. Create content about how you folks do it with your product and service and promote it. It is literally that simple. And then once they become a part of your following, continue to nurture them and educate them on your process, on your services, what it does for them. Because once they've become a part of your following, you no longer have to sell them. They've already bought into you. What you have to do is start to show them that you are the leading authority. And that's where the education comes through. Now that you have brought them in through basically cleaning up a mess that their competitor did or your competitor didn't do, You've already convinced them now that they need to have their eyeballs on you. Now you need to continue to show them why their eyeballs need to stay on you. And that's the secret, the retention of the business, the retention of those people to continue to view you as the authority so that they continue to do business with you. Does that make sense? So all of this is literally look at it as a giant, like perpetual cycle, right? One arrow feeds into the next, feeds into the next, feeds into the next. That's how you create a following, a very engaged and educated following, which then also turns into brand ambassadors for you. They're at a cocktail party and their co not coworker, but a friend of theirs is saying, oh my gosh, we're going through this right now, blah, blah, blah. Well, then that person then says, oh, well, you just got to go over here and do this. These guys know what the heck they're doing. That person is a brand ambassador for you. They were a part of your following. They are educated. So now they become a brand ambassador. 
you do it literally every day. Um, it, it's literally called a referral program. So like whenever people are shopping for a house, they're looking to sell their house. If they're at, you know, dinner with their friends and they say, we're thinking about selling our house. What do you say first? Oh, you gotta go with Sally Jones. She's the best in the business. Sally Jones obviously did a good job in her job for these people. Now they are recommending her to these people and their friends continuing to be brand ambassadors for Sally Jones. So it's no longer business as usual, but people haven't changed. So when you can digitize the customer acquisition ladder, how you engage customers and build a following and continue to be an authority in their eyes, you just simply have to tap into how is my audience thinking? And that goes all the way back to knowing who your buyer persona is. Excuse me. The most important thing you can do is know who you're talking to, whether they're baby boomer, Gen X, millennial, Gen Z, and on down the alphabet. You have to know who you're talking to. And that can be everything from, uh, you know, a picture of my shoes at DSW. If you say, okay, I have a pair of shoes that is literally for every person. Problem is, is that you want to make sure that because everybody's not one size fits all, everybody's unique. You want to make sure that if you have one product that fits everybody, maybe what you do is since you've got boomers, Xers, millennials, and Gen Z, maybe you have the exact same shoe on a picture, but you have different text content on that image for each to speak to each of the different um, generations. Okay. That's one very simple, but very effective way to make sure that this customer knows you're speaking to them. You're talking their language. You're trying to relate to them, which will then pull them closer to you so that you can engage them for a sale or a lead, what have you. I hope all of this was really informative today. I know that sometimes we kind of revert back to simple topics and simple solutions and some of the most complicated ones out there. But at the end of the day, the reason being is because marketing doesn't have to be so hard. It does, it, it's not rocket science. So whenever you follow the Convert Source podcast, <laughs> you're going to be able to understand how to market and get marketing done the right way the first time. This way... This way you don't have to really worry about trial and error, spraying and praying or endless testing or endless mindless Googling. Literally the best way for you to make sure that you're successful in your business is to continue to keep your fundamentals and your foundation strong of who you're trying to uh, pitch to, sell to, become a lead, do business with, et cetera. I mean, wouldn't it be really nice if you could actually attract people into your business who you wouldn't mind picking up the phone on uh, a Friday at 4.45? You can do that with digital marketing. And the thing is, is if you're saying to yourself, this is all fantastic, but I don't have the money or the resources to do this. Guys, we've got you covered. Literally, you can go to ConvertSourceInsider.com so go to convertsource.com forward slash insider, and you are literally going to be able to open up an entire vault of literally battle tested. We've already spent the time and the money to, 
to, to, to figure all this out for you. We've already done the spraying and praying, the testing, the, and you know, the Googling, the spending, we've already made all the mistakes and we have put all of the successful battle tested execution plans, strategies, uh, video training, literally everything that you could possibly need to be a successful modern marketer today, we have jam packed into this vault. And right now you can go to uh, convertsource.com forward slash insider. You can literally get in there for free, start looking around, et cetera. Literally it, build your entire business off of your trial. We're, we're giving it to you for free. We're pulling back the curtains, popping the hood, whatever other analogies you want to talk about. We're doing it for free because we want people to be successful in their business, their endeavors, their message, et cetera, to help their end user. Because it's not just the people that we directly help, it's the people after that as well. So your customers, that we have helped you get your message to them faster. What if maybe you're a, um, a, a physician that is has revolutionary research, but you didn't know how to get it out to that one person that could have changed the world? We want to make sure that we are helping you get your expertise and your authority out there to help your end user to make the world a better place. So guys, thank you so much for listening, watching wherever you take uh, in your information today. Thank you so much. Um, we love having all of our followers. Uh, we are looking to grow all the time. If you want to let us know that we're doing great, support at convertsource.com. If you want to let us know that we're doing terrible, although take us down easy, uh, support at convertsource.com. Again, if you want to get inside on all of our battle-tested strategies, execution planes, over-the-shoulder video training, everything, um, it's convertsource.com forward slash insider. Uh, and you can get in there for a free trial right now. Literally enough time to completely build out a brand new campaign um, in just a single weekend. Uh, so go in there, test it out. Let us know what you think. Um, but thank you so much for listening and watching today. God bless. Be great. And we'll see you guys next time. When you want your leads and sales on autopilot and to accelerate your business, you come to the source, the Convert Source Podcast with Alex Kubasek. Let's go.